Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Across the Tracks podcast. And um, we're after the 4th of July holiday, getting our groove back. And uh, I'm Wayne. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Steve, and welcome back. We are um, here on a nice, calm, cool um, Indianapolis evening. I don't know what the weather's like out in the Rockies right now, but um, what is the weather like? Hey, today it's pretty mellow. Uh, No thunderstorms have rolled in this afternoon like it was here a few days this week. Uh, Hail, uh, thunderstorms torrential rains, uh, washing people's uh, landscape stuff away, their rock, their mulch, everything. So we had a crazy couple of days here this week, but today it was great. Got outside, uh, played pickleball for two hours, and uh, (laughs) the weather was nice, no wind. So that really is a big factor when you're playing pickleball with with no wind being being in effect. So it was great. All good, man. All good. Uh, when I started playing pickleball, I started down at, um, in Florida in January. It was always windy. Mm. And so we had to get used. I got used to the wind. And I never played indoors until I came back to Indianapolis in April. Yeah. And it was so weird to play indoors, man. And, and there's no wind. I'm like, it's, yep. it's sort of like when we grew up <laughs> playing basketball in the bottom. Yep. You know, on the corner there, and yeah. <laughs> we looked at the net, and that net was, that net was uh, leaning to one side. We knew how to shoot the ball. That's right, <laughs> because we knew the wind. Right. To me, pickleball is kind of like that too. You know, yep. so you know where the wind is, and um, about halfway through the match, when you get to, you know, uh, the sixth point, usually people mm-hmm. switch sides, so the wind is in favor mm-hmm. or it's positive or negative for you but yeah yeah it's all good um yeah, yeah everybody everybody was excited today because usually the last times we played it's been windy as hell but today i was perfect people <laughs> were putting down some excellent shots i mean it, it was it was great it was great yeah good 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 well the weather here in indy we've actually uh had, finally had some rain okay uh, i know a week ago um Last Thursday, uh, we we lost power for three yeah. for three days, wow. twelve hours and twenty minutes. Wow! And uh, we, Lynn and I, had to figure out how to survive <laughs> with that uh, situation. But we did. We we learned to. Uh, I didn't have to have TV. And we survived on a couple of jump pack batteries, you know, that you can get to emergency jump your car. Right, you know? right, right, right. We had a couple of those in each car. And uh, we were able to charge our phones up by, because they had a USB port in each one of them. Okay. So we was able to charge our phones up. I have a whole slew of cobalt 24-volt uh, battery plug-ins. I've got... You know, two blowers. I've got a tree trimmer. I have uh, uh, power wrenches and stuff like that. So I just switch batteries out. And we have a little cobalt fan mm-hmm. that you can plug one of those batteries in. And we turn the fan on, and that kept us kept us uh, cool, even though the weather was pretty good for those three days, 12 oh. hours, and 20 minutes. <laughs> it didn't get really, really hot. Uh, we lost some food in the refrigerator. Uh, our freezer was was good to go. We just kept buying ice and okay. ice and everything down. That was good. And uh, I can I understand what old people did back in the 17 and 1800s. Hell, once it got dark, shit, we went to bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lynn likes to look on Pinterest and shit. You know, she right. she look at Pinterest. I go, hey, honey, you know, you may want to not look at Pinterest because we may run out of batteries That's right. <laughs> and our little plug-in batteries that we uh, use our blowers and stuff with, I had to take them someplace and recharge them so that we can uh, get by with that. But uh, as of right now, we are, we are going to get a generator that plugs into our, our house. We're going to get somebody, some electrician to come by and make sure that 
in the future, um, we're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah you know? I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So now will your insurance company compensate you guys for, you know, what you lost, your food you lost? Or does that, uh, does that, does that factor into your homeowner's insurance? Uh, no, we haven't looked at that. We're, we're going we're gonna to call our insurance agent. We did call. Yeah. But, you know, it's 4th of July and they probably taken off and stuff like that. So we'll give them a call tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that we can get uh, a voucher or something like mm. that. For some of the some of the food that we lost. Yeah. You know, um, we hope anyway, if not, then we'll we'll look for other insurance company because we're we're not afraid to change insurance companies. Right, that's right. that's one thing that most people think that you have to stay with this insurance agency or that insurance mm-hmm. agency. Mm-hmm. I have an insurance agency, an agent, and I go, hey, John, what's the best thing that's out there right now? Well, Indiana Farmer is doing this right now. I say, well, we'll do that. And before or someone else, you know, about every two years, We'll say who's given the best deal, and we'll switch. So mm. we're not loyal to anybody but ourselves. You know? Right, so right, right. That's where we are with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So nice. All right. Now that we're back, we have a few things that we want to discuss on this this podcast. Uh, I'll let you kick things off, and I think I, I think our probably our main topic tonight is dealing with um, the courts. Yes, especially yes. the highest court in the land, and yeah. all their um, decisions that they made. Of course, they they listen to the arguments in the fall, and they they bring out the decisions in uh, late spring, early summer, so that they can get the mm. hell out of town before right. the, <laughs> the pitchforks and the torches and shit come out. You know, the villagers yep. get unhappy. Yeah, that's right. Come out, so. That's right. That's what our topic will deal with tonight. Yeah. So, so let's let's talk about the first decision they rendered, which a lot of people thought this was coming, and um, true to form, um, the highest court in the land deemed that affirmative action in college admissions is unconstitutional. And this was based on uh, two uh, cases submitted to the court by the University of North Carolina. And was it Stanford? Was Stanford the other school? I think so. Stanford and UNC uh, basically uh, submitted a case to the court that primarily uh, Asian American students, because of affirmative action, uh, they were being discriminated against um, due to the fact that these two schools were issuing admissions uh, based on race. And so the unsupreme court uh, <laughs> rendered a decision that, yes, this is unconstitutional and race can no longer be a factor in the admission process for colleges in this country, in this country. Uh, what they didn't make a decision on was, and people are like, well, if you're going to eliminate race being a factor for college admissions, then you need to look at people who are getting into these colleges because of legacy status. Yep. And I and I think that, that should have been looked at as well. But it's not because who are most of the people gaining admission to colleges through legacy status? It ain't us. <laughs> okay, I, I I've never had any legacy people in my family that went to Harvard or Yale or some of those school that would got me in. No, hell no. I had to t- get take out a Pell Grant to go to school. <laughs> you know, and then GI Bill, brother. Well, I finished up my mm-hmm. my education in the military through the it was called the tuition assistance program at the time. Right. Uh, but we had no legacy people. I don't know of anybody we grew up with got into college because they were legacy. There's no one. No, no one. No one. So what 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 this tells me is, man, and, and I got to backtrack a little bit. It's amazing that the Asian-American community felt that they were being discriminated against in college admissions based upon race. And my perception is you guys got used by white America. 
the agenda, they utilized you, you forced your grievance, and you voiced it to this guy who's been trying to get this kicked out forever. This this guy, I can't remember his name, but they basically used the Asian American community, pushed this agenda because they're like, see, see what they're doing to you guys? They're discriminating against you. They're not letting you in, blah, blah, blah. So they basically used the Asian American community to get this passed. But what the Asian American community doesn't realize, you're going to get screwed in this too because they don't want you in these schools either. Yep, there you go. They, they don't want you in these schools either. So you can say whatever you want. You got a victory whatnot. No, you got used. <laughs> you got used. As Bill Withers said, they used you up. Okay? So um, it, it, it's another thing that a lot of these people, man, they want to take America back to a point where the only people that got anything in this country were people that didn't look like you or I. We were on the outside looking in. That's that's where these people are trying to take America. And it should scare a lot of people because they've done away with abortion. They've done away with affirmative action. What's next? They're coming for something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're coming for something else. So so people are saying, yeah, it's a great victory. It's a great victory. Your your former governor there in Indiana, he made such an asinine statement is like, really? You know, his kids. What is, what is here's something about his kids and how they were able to get it. Dude, your kids were going to get into college regardless. You're the damn governor of Indiana. <laughs> I mean, what what do you think? Somebody like, don't let the governor's kids in. Really? So your kids got a, got an advantage that a lot of kids in Indiana did not have, whatever school they went to. Right. So a lot of these people are making these dumbass statements that are totally irrelevant to what's really going on. So uh, chalk up number two for the court. But they're yeah. coming well, for let's, something let's else. Go back. <laughs> let's go back one. Um, yes. Roberts, chief justice of the Supreme Court comes out and he he tries to play, you know, I'm a good guy. Right, right. But he's an asshole. He's he's he is uh one of those he's one of those guys that says, I I don't want you mad at me, so I'm gonna throw out a little bit of a carrot. So you cannot discriminate against anyone for college admissions. However, when someone writes their story uh, and when they do their essays for entering college, mm -hmm. then you can write what hardships you had in order to get into college. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're not going to use race, but we'll let you write in your essay and you can say that, oh, woe is me as mm -hmm. a poor black man. And mm -hmm. my grandpappy and my grandpappy's <laughs> pappy, we, we had to get all the way up from Mississippi. And we had to come to Indiana. And we worked so hard. We worked mm -hmm. really hard. I had to, I had to carry for some people. I had to carry for some white folks over at the at Smock Golf Course. And, and I had to work work like a dog and my, my mama and daddy didn't have no money and since they had no money and this is how this is what makes me get this is why i deserve to get into your college please sir please can mm -hmm. i get in <laughs> that's what the hell he want right. then, oh well no <laughs> yeah <laughs> no yeah, yeah. It's, you, it's you can get in yeah. by telling your telling your personal story well guess what going back to as you mentioned they used the uh, these two Asian uh, 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 plaintiffs mm -hmm. to say that if you push this, we'll support you and so That's on. That's right. Well, from now on, guess what? Well, my 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 grandpappy came over here from Vietnam, and you know they are going to have to not only will they be kept out because they are minorities now. That's right. And, and that's the one thing that we've talked about before. If you if you if you aren't black, you're not white. You sit in that situation where they can look at you and go, "You don't get in because you are a minority." Right, right. 
you're a minority too. And they're going to say, well, what, why can't I get in now? Because mm-hmm. you have no special privileges. Well, my sure. test scores are better than everybody else's. Well, so is Jenny Joe Bob. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jenny Joe Bob now just stepped in front of you, just stepped on your neck. Mm-hmm. If you have the same test scores, if you are, if you are 4.6 on a four point scale and Jenny Joe Bob is poor, 4.6 on a four-point scale, Jenny Joe Bog's going to get in because Jenny Joe Bog ain't a minority. Right. Yeah, they 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 made a major boo-boo, uh, you know, cozying up, letting these people hoodwink them into filing this, uh, filing this case because, as we talked about before, a lot of these folks, they want to assimilate themselves into whiteness. And when the when the when the tables actually turn, you you face the harsh reality. No, you're not white. You you are you are Asian. And no, you may think you've assimilated with us, but you haven't. And we're going to show you. So that's what this decision, in my opinion, showed the Asian community because you were duped into doing this. And now that they've got what they want, you're going to be on the outside looking in just like us black folks and and the hispanic kids you are you're going to be in the same boat with us rowing to nowhere cuz they're going to stop you from getting into these schools yeah, they and, they and, don't want you in these schools and they don't realize if you know if they know their history the first people ever discriminated against in this country were asian yep the chinese exclusion act was passed right. i want to say like in 1895 yep you know, we don't yep. want Chinese people to come over here. Yeah. Even you know? even though they, they use use them to, to help build a railroad, yep. you know, use them to, to help with building the Transcontinental Railroad. And then when when you finish your work, we don't want you here anymore. I mean, that's why history is important. That's why people need to know their history. And that's why this country needs to know the history. America has excuse my French. America has fucked over a lot of people, man. And, and this is another stance where they're doing it with this with this with this decision, as it pertains to race-based admissions into colleges in the U.S. It's they're taking us back to a time to where we who had melanin in our skin, we don't matter, and that that's the way they want it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah I don't disagree with you, brother. <laughs> You know, it's it's a sad state of affairs, man. We 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 seem to that seems to be our thing, man. This country is in such a sad state and people want to go backwards, man. I I don't get it. It it, it wasn't good for us. They must think like, hey, if we if we make America great again, who's it going to be great for? It ain't going to be great for us. (laughs) It wasn't great when you thought it was great. It, it, it was terrible for us and, and any other minority in this country. You, you got to know your history, man, because it was not great 40, 50 years ago in this country because you were treated as second class citizens. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and once again, you know, the, the six justices are band together. They're not mm-hmm. looking, you know, lady justice is supposed to be blind. Mm-hmm. No, lady justice is now just uh, following what the uh, political party want, political parties right. want to do. That's right. You know, and, you know, let's go back to uh, 1952, I think it was, when um, Dwight Eisenhower appointed uh, Justice Earl Warren to be the chief justice of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And, and within two years, the Supreme Court ruled in the Brown decision. And, you know, Ike Eisenhower was conservative and he appointed conservative justice, you know, and um, Chief Justice Warren said, no, separate but equal is unjust. And boy, that put a sent a shockwave down some folks, like especially people down south. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, we have to do something about this." And the next year, you could see impeach Earl Warren uh, signs all over the country. You know, there were impeach Earl Warren badges being worn. Yep. So that was the beginning of 
the court becoming politicized, not because what Earl Warren did was right, it was because Earl Warren did something that Southern white folks did not like. Okay, and then 1973, Roe, the Roe decision, S- Southern evangelicals decided we can't win elections. We have to find something to fire up our people about so that we can start taking over these political uh, parties and so on. And it was Roe because yep. prior to that, most Southern evangelicals were pro-choice. They never became pro-life until 1972 when they saw that, you know, Nixon was not doing so well. That's mm-hmm. when they flipped the switch and flipped the script. And so now mm-hmm. all the people that came on to the court, you know, they have to pass this um, um, litmus test. And the thing that gets me about when they go to the Senate, you know, the, the president appoints and the Senate approves, mm-hmm. you know, with all these crazy people like Margie Taylor Greene and Lauren Berbert and all these people and Jim Jordan, and they ask all these stupid questions. Why don't people just come out and say, hey, are you pro-choice? Or are you pro-life? Right. Right. Just say it so that you can get them on record and still them beating around the bush while the, the precedence mm-hmm. has already, Roe is a precedence <laughs> and it's already been decided. No, don't ask them that bullshit anymore. Just right. say, are you pro-life? Are you pro-choice? Right. And, and, and make them say it. Now, if you say that you're pro-choice and then suddenly you rule against that, did you perjure yourself? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. We asked you a question. Did you per- can you be in- yeah. if it was me up there, I would I would if I was on the committee, I'd say, look, I'm gonna ask you a question. I want you to answer the question. And your future depends on this this question. Are you pro-life or are you pro-choice? And if I believe in one way or the other, and they say that they're the opposite of my beliefs, since it's political now, mm-hmm. then you're saying that. You know, when you rule in the future, we can impeach you because you're lying to me. Right. Well, based upon what has happened, the three who just got um, selected, they perjured themselves in in their hearings. They all perjured themselves. They all lied. So I don't see why they don't start impeachment proceedings against them. (laughs) You know, they always talk about they want to impeach somebody. You got three people right here that you could bring out proceedings again because they clearly perjured themselves in the congressional hearings. We we can go back and watch the tape. Each of them was asked, what is your uh, position on Roe? What did they all say? Well, Roe is a precedence. It's already been set. That was their general gist that they all uttered. Right. But obviously, you're a liar. Yep. You're a liar. Yeah, so hey, if if they want to start keeping it real, let's start keeping it real. That's right. Let's get That's right. right. To, get get to the point. That's ask right. the questions that you always wanted to ask. Since you know Cheeto Jesus is smart smart enough or dumb enough to say whatever comes out of his mouth, then Congress should just say what's what's on what's on their mind. Right. You know right. why bullshit around? Right. Since yeah. he speaks for he speaks for me. Well, let those congressmen ask the questions that they've always wanted to ask and stop beating around the bush. That's it, right. That is right. Keeping it real, as Al Sharpton says. Keeping it real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keeping it real. So um, there was another decision they rendered <laughs> this week. I'll let you take take that one. Oh, wow. Yeah, here we go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, the state of North Carolina, when they uh, redid their census maps, uh, they literally took away a district from a group of uh, African-Americans, black folks, by gerrymandering their district, they took away a black representative from North Carolina. And um, the plaintiffs sued the court and said that and 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 
the state legislature of North Carolina, they've got a Democratic government and governor and a Republican legislature. Well, the Republicans redrew the district, and it was all gerrymandered. The appeals court came in and said, look, we see what you're trying to do. You're trying to take away these votes of these people that have been represented by candidate B. You can't do that. We're going to redraw the map. We're going to put it, make it more just, and let this this area have their representatives. Okay? So the courts uh, basically said, that, okay, we agree with them. The, the governor, the state legislature said, we don't care. The governor's vetoed this new map. We're going to override the governor's veto. So they sued it. It goes all the way to the Supreme Court. And the first decision that the court made was this decision stating that what the legislature had did was wrong. And so it goes back down to uh, uh, what the the, uh, Supreme Court had ruled before in North Carolina, that that district should be the way it it originally was set up because of gerrymandering. Okay. And by doing so, you know, it was a big deal. All right. You know, you know, the, the second, uh, article, uh, section two of the voting rights, uh, uh, law voting rights act of 1965 is kind of what was left after the Supreme court literally threw out everything else. You know, the Supreme mm-hmm. Court was good at saying, hey, you know, any time that something happens in a southern state because of all the racism from the 60s and so on, it has to be approved by federal districts. Well, they got rid of that. So now the the courts have said, OK, we're going to do this. We're going to make people everybody. feel happy. OK. And now once we rule on this, everybody's going to you know, be excited. The courts did something that was for people, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for minorities, for North Carolina, for the black folks in North Carolina. Don't see the birdie. Don't see the birdie. Now, in the next couple of days, we're going to put the hammer on them. And that's exactly what they did. So by taking this district and making it more equal, making it having representatives for all the people there, then they figure that p- these other rulings that we're, we're been talking about uh, won't hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. Let's give them a little bit of sugar. Yeah, give them a give them a little bit, give them a little bit of something, something, something. something. And, then, and then, and then they turn around and shoot down Biden's uh, student loan program, paying off uh, twenty thousand per bar. They shoot that down. It's yeah. unconstitutional that he has overstepped his authority. And I, you know, I think we may have talked about this a bit before, man. It's like you you get sick of people who, if if they perceive that somebody is getting something that they're not getting, they're upset about it. You know, and it's like, well, why, 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 why me? Why I didn't get to do that? But what about the good of of other people, man? That's right. that's that's what I. We can't ever seem to get to that point to where, okay, it doesn't benefit you, but it's helping somebody else maybe pull themselves out of a poverty situation or something. School student loans are outrageous in this country, man. Now, my daughter has paid off her school loans. You know, we helped her pay off her school loan. So, hey, I'm glad I ain't got to got to got to see that bill come in every month. <laughs> At the same time, if you're going to help student A over here and their family pay off some of their loans, hey, I'll support that. My daughter ain't in school anymore, but you know what? They still take taxes from me. She's not in go to she doesn't go to any of the schools in this school district anymore. But I don't have a problem with you taking taxes from me because it's benefiting these other people who want the best for their kids. I can't see why people can't get to that, that like, hey, this is helping somebody else. Why can't you be glad about that? No, you want to be mad. You want, I'm not getting that. I didn't get that. Uh, why didn't you? Have? No, that's not the point. And so the court 
sided with, like you say, man, it's a political issue. They sided with all these idiots who are raising a row about it and shot down his program. So I hope he finds a way to get around this. I think they're looking at the, is it the National Education Act mm-hmm. or something to that effect that allows the Secretary of Education to uh, to waive uh, there's some, some language in there that the secretary of education can waive certain portions of, of school loans and whatnot. So Biden's going to keep trying. But the fact that they shot this down based upon the whims of and the anger of a few people who, you know, well, it's not benefiting me. So the hell with these people. That's 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 what's wrong with this country, man. That's right. what's wrong with this country. Right, right, right. Uh, it's all about it's all about us. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, we should be we should be thankful that we live in a nation that can uh, help most of the citizens out. But individually, we don't give a crap about most of the citizens. Nope. Okay, because we're only looking out for ourselves. And for the most part, what's what's the golden rule? Do unto others as others do unto you. Do unto you know, be others. kind That's to right. someone, and they'll right. and they'll be kind to you. Right. Well, if you help somebody else, if you help somebody get up that hill, maybe someday they'll help you. Right. In the in right. in return. Right. Right. And and the hypocrisy of it, and a lot of them have been exposed. These people who we, we call them as they, we, we, they say, we call it as we see it. These people are hypocrites. A lot of these people got PPP loans during COVID. You got millions of dollars during COVID. And guess what? The government wrote your loans off. Right. But now when it comes time for you to vote on something for somebody else to get that same benefit, you don't want to do that because, well, you know, I don't I, I, shut up. You know, you got hooked up by the government, but you don't want to hook anybody else up. So you're a hypocrite, you know, and and they've been called out. I think Biden listed a whole bunch of them that these people got loans during COVID. And guess what? We forgave you. But you you can't show that that level of kindness to somebody else. But you're going to influence the court to stick it to people uh, because it's not benefiting you. So, yeah. And it's, it's, it's more about politics than it is about good. Absolutely. Yep. You know, yeah. it's it's about what what can I do to hurt the other side? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 the nation is for the most part following that attitude. Yep. You know, it's not go back if you go back to the Oh, I don't know, 80s, you know, Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill, they were total opposites, you know, and but after the end of the day, they could go out and hang out and eat jelly beans. Yep. You know, today, you know, you can't be a part of our party if you are agreeing with anything or go along with anything that they do. Right. I I probably should preference that and. And say one political party thinks more of that than the other political party. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I should yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you know they, who I'm talking about. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I mean, and they get exposed all the time. You know, the, the infrastructure bill that Biden got passed, a lot of these folks didn't vote for it. But what are they doing? They taking credit for this stuff that's getting done in their state when, you know, damn good and well, you were against it, you know. And so it's it's the hypocrisy of these people, man. It makes you want to laugh that like you must think we don't have video. There is an audio of, of what you said, because we can always play it back and, and look how stupid you look. But they, they think that, you know, we're saving our country. We're doing this to benefit our children. I, you're a hypocrite, man. You're you're one of those. The I don't know. It, it it angers you, man, because you. We talked about this last week. It just incenses you that these people are so hypocritical. You know, every day they 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 show how ignorant, stupid, and hypocritical they are with what they say and do. Yeah, and, you know, I'm I'm gonna take a step back. Other than a few, I think 
that the majority of those people really want to help people, but they've tied themselves. They put the yoke of a political party around their neck and they Mm -hmm. can't get that yoke off their neck because the only way that they can be elected, want to have that power and want to kind of control things is to be driven by somebody else. You know, when you when you put a a yoke around a cow or a yoke around a horse or something like that, that's telling them you you follow the path that I want you to follow. That's right. You know, and I've got these leather straps up here that's going to pull your reins one way or the other. But their yoke is still holding them down. Mm -hmm. I think if, if you took that yoke off, they really would want to be free. But they don't want to take that yoke off because they see themselves losing a position that they really want to use to benefit themselves. Yep. Yep. You know, that's that's why they'll go back and say, well, you know, I voted against the Infrastructure Act. They do vote against the Infrastructure Act or the CHIPS bill or mm-hmm. anything that the current administration is doing. And then they'll go back and say, see, look what I did. Okay, right. We got all these jobs. We got mm-hmm. all these jobs coming to Glendale, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We got this great big old battery plant that they're putting right out there in, in, on I-65. Mm-hmm. Okay. And look what I've done. Right. We ain't done shit. Right. Okay. But right. you're going to take credit for it. Yep. Yeah, voted against it. You voted but against gonna take, it, but you're gonna be standing there, like, as 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 Joe Biden says, "I'll see you at the ribbon cutting." Okay, okay? because they'll have their ass there with a fucking hard hat on, that's you know, right. that fucking golden shovel or silver <laughs> shovel, right. ready to stick it up somebody's ass, that's and then they'll right. be smiling at the picture. Okay, be smiling at the camera when they uh, throw that uh, a little pile of double uh, uh, right. rubble or uh, dirt on the rubble over there. That's you know. Right. So that's right. That, yeah. That's all they want to do is be reelected. Yep. Hypocrites. And and the one the one I really, really gets me ticked off is, you know, we we, we got to support the troops. We got to support our veterans. But you vote against you vote against things that will help improve the V.A. You vote against that, but you yep. love the vets and we we got to support the vet. But you vote against the thing that will help make their lives better. You know, are this dumbass lady here in Colorado, Bobert. She's one of the they call her out on TV all the time <laughs> because the fact that she voted against uh, improving the VA. OK, but but you love the troops. We need to support the troops. We need to support our veterans. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're a freaking hypocrite. You know, so. <laughs> you yeah. wish Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green would have smacked her across her face. Oh, huh? gosh, man. I, you know, a lot <laughs> of these people, a lot of these people, man, you wish you could just walk up to them and punch them in their face, man. Yeah, just go old school because they're, they're so stupid. And every time they open their mouth, they show how stupid they are, you know, impeaching Biden because he's not doing his job. What? But yet. <laughs> You've got three Supreme Court justices who lied in their uh, congressional hearing. Why aren't you bringing up articles of impeachment against them? But you're going to impeach Biden because what? I mean, and you're going after his son. I mean, it's relentless. These people, man, it, it's it's hilarious that, as, as, as Liz Cheney said, we have elected idiots. That's, <laughs> we have elected idiots. And they show it every day. Every damn day. And it's it it makes the news, man. Giving these people airtime, just no. No. Well, so. you know, as as we move forward with this conversation, you know, and, and talking about the the courts, you know, all federal judges have judges have a ethical rules to follow. Right. And our illustrious Supreme Court. They don't have any to follow because there's no one to make up the rules for. Right. So it's it's been talked about and discussed that, you know, Congress needs to make rules that are going to um, rein in the Supreme Court. Right. But, right. of course, that's not going to happen because in if you look at the House, 
the house is run by the Jim Jordans uh, of mm-hmm. the world, the Paul Gorsars of the world, and the Martin mm-hmm. Taylor Greens and the Lauren Borberts of the world, and the Matt Gates is all these dumbass people. <laughs> okay, so they're not going to do that because they got a, a majority of six to three on the uh, court. Mm-hmm. Right That's they're right. Do it. So they they can never get anything done because they're they're all cowards, as you mentioned before. Okay. Excuse me. You know, they're going to impeach Biden because of the border thing. Well, didn't Congress pass uh, immigration laws back in the last Congress? And it got to the Senate and what had happened? Nothing happened because you got to have you got to have uh, 60 votes. And Mm -hmm. uh, Yertle the Turtle is not going to go for anything like that. So you're not going to do that because you got. You got uh, uh, because you can't get those 60 votes. I can't think of the, the term I'm looking for now. Um, oh, because of the filibuster, the filibuster. Yeah. Yeah. You know, filibuster. Yeah. They they passed yeah. legislation and the Republicans say no. Well, because yeah. it's got the dreamers on it. Well, yeah. hell, the dreamers, that was 20 years ago. Right. You think they still dreaming? Yeah. Hell, most of them have gone on and done their own thing now. Right, so, right, you know, there's no right. excuse for that. They are do-nothings, worthless. I mean, I mean, how many adjectives can I use to describe <laughs> these people? And, you know, to segue to another subject here before we uh, before we wrap up tonight, the numbers of mass shootings we've had here in the hmm. last few days, man, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And these people, when asked, what 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 can you do anything? We can't do anything about guns. But oh, yes you can. And yes you did. Yep. Because back in the 60s when the Panthers were arming themselves to protect the black community, you enacted gun control real damn quick then. Ronald Reagan. Yes, you enacted gun control real damn quick to make sure these black folks can't have no guns. So yeah, if you wanted to make a change in this country and do something substantial to pass some type of legislation that bans assault weapons that you let expire during the Bush administration, if you want to do something and leave a legacy, because right now, a lot of these people, man, your legacy is shit because you don't do anything. But if you want to do something substantial for this country, pass an assault weapons ban. Yeah. Because every day you're hearing about nine people got shot. Or I forgot how many people uh, at, a, at a function in Ohio, a bunch of people got shot. People just walking around shooting people, yep. you know, but well, we can't do anything. 1994, they passed, they restricted assault rifles. Absolutely. And the number of people that were shot and killed by assault rifles went way down. Yeah, absolutely. And it stayed down until 2005 yep. when the yeah. assault rifle act, I mean, the, the assault rifles ban from 2000, uh, from 1994 mm-hmm. to 2004 was lifted by uh, yep. baby Bush. Yeah. Expired. Expired. Yep. Exactly. Expired. Let it expire. Yep. Let it expire. And therefore, therefore, um, you know, once again, um, people that want to get elected, said that once once we get a new person in the White House that's a Democrat, they're going to try to take your guns away from you. Mm. And what happens? People start buying more and more guns mm. because, oh, my God, Obama's going to win the election and he's going to take, take our guns away from us. Mm-hmm. Well, he no. didn't take anybody's guns away from him. Nope. The, nope. the uh, National Rifle Association said that he was. Nope. Um, all the political hacks said that he was. Yeah. In actuality, he didn't do that. Nope. Nope. You know, but and now everybody's yeah. so afraid that, oh, well, I got to get that AR-15 before they're all gone. And then mm-hmm. the price of every, uh, the price of all of them went up. The the scarcity of all of them uh, went down and uh, more and more people started hoarding them. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. buy two. I'm going to buy three. I'm going to buy four of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's 400 million guns in this country. 400 mm-hmm. million guns. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's scary, man, because you can't do go nothing. I mean, because you're you're paranoid now, you yeah. know, you're looking over your shoulder. If you go to an event, 
is some idiot out here going to get mad because, you know, I don't know, and start shooting people? I mean, it's it's crazy, man. And and the fact that we have leaders who won't acknowledge the fact that there is a gun problem in this country is appalling. But like I said, you 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 did it back in the 60s when when you thought black folks were going to get armed. You passed gun control real quick. <laughs> yep. You know, so why can't you do that now when you see we have we have an epidemic of gun violence in this country and our elected leaders just sit around and twiddle their thumbs. And, you know, it's not the guns. These people have mental health issues. And whatnot. we got three people here, man, three people here in Colorado that are still awaiting trial for mass shootings. They committed probably some of them now going on maybe five, 10 years ago. The dude in Aurora, he, he, came in and shot up a bunch of people during a Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he shot up a bunch he of people. He, during had, he hadn't gone to jail yet. No, because why? His <laughs> lawyer keeps saying he's crazy. And when they bring him into court, he's looking all like, you know, he's, <laughs> he's, I'm like looking like he's, he's high and everything. And <laughs> yeah. they keep delaying his trial. Same thing with the dude that shot up a bunch of people outside of Planned Parenthood clinic here. Every time they bring this idiot into court, his hair is all frazzled and he looks like he's some mad scientist. Or whatnot. <laughs> I mean, it's like, get rid of these fucking people, man. <laughs> you know, you've killed people. We know you did it. I wish we could be like Saudi Arabia and some of these other countries. You know what? You commit a crime in the morning. We killing your ass in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, that's it. It's I'm sick of it, man, that these people flaunt the justice system by appealing and appealing and appealing. Why, on the other hand, people have lost their loved ones to your act. And when you did it, you were as sane as a judge. Yep. But now, oh, he's crazy. He's got me. No, get rid of these people. Quit wasting the taxpayers' money by appealing and he's got mental issues. We need to hold a hearing. It's ridiculous. And it's disrespectful to the people who have lost loved ones over this crap, man. Right, right. You know, so it's 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 ridiculous. I just you just want to pack up and leave. But I don't know where we're going. (laughs) Where the hell are you going to go? Where are we going? You know, because it's like. I don't know, man. They got too many snakes down there. Too many things that'll kill you. Snakes and scorpions and all kind of creatures. Most of the so, poisonous snakes in the world are in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> which which would you rather die from being shot or some snake biting you and you can get uh, uh, I don't know, man. If I can't get to the anti-venom, <laughs> you know, uh, if I can't get, you can't get me to the anti-venom after a black mama bites my ass, then I'm like, you know what? I'll take my chances here in America. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, man. And people look at this country and like, I ain't going over there. No. Why would I want a vacation in America? I'm liable to get shot. that's that's what it's come to hey when you come come to when you come to america make sure you don't go to any public venues that's it don't go to church don't go to a ball game just get a hotel room and keep your ass in the hotel (laughs) sneak out in the middle of the day something i mean or, or read the little book in the hotel that shows all the sites where you're at because you don't trust it man you can't, you can't trust that you are going to be able to walk through any park, go to any museum or whatever, because some idiot out here is mad about something. And as I've said before, if you're that disgruntled with your life, just kill yourself. Don't bring other innocent people into your mess. Just kill yourself and get it over with. And another thing is these people who do this crap. You shoot up a bunch of people, and then you take the coward's way out by killing yourself. No, man up or woman up. And I, I won't say woman up because it's a lot of guys doing this mass shit. Yeah, yeah. But if you're that disgruntled with your life, just kill yourself and get it over with, man. Don't bring <laughs> innocent people into your mess. <laughs> it, it's it's in, it incenses me, man. It's yeah. that that here we are, we're afraid to participate in life because. You might be the victim of gun violence. Right. Some foolish. I mean, that's why, you know, you don't know 
because there's so many damn guns out there, you know, know who has a gun on them or not. You don't. You I mean, don't. all these dumbass governors in these southern states and stupid states like the state legislature of Indiana, they're passing these, you know, you don't have to conceal mm-hmm. any weapons now. It's open carry states. It's yeah. like open carry my ass to the fucking morgue right. because I'm going to get shot. You know, we used to go downtown for the Black Expo and things like that, and we'll go down there during the day. But it's like, remember the old signs when we used to when we used to look at some of the old movies and say, "Yo, your ass should not be in town at sundown." Right, right. Yeah, the sundown towns. My ass don't come out after sundown. Right, right. And I don't go. I hardly ever go any place. In Indianapolis, after Sunday. Wow. Remember our parents saying there's nothing, anything ever good happens after 10 p.m.? That's right. <laughs> nothing. If, if, if a ki- bunch of kids are out at 11 o'clock at night, what the fuck are they doing out at 11 o'clock at night and they're 12 right. years old? Right. There's right. nothing good. Nothing good's going to happen out nothing there. Nothing good is going to happen. You're absolutely right. No. So, you yeah. know, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's pitiful that we have to take precautions to go out and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it is. You know, I, I haven't been to a fireworks show for years. Mm, nope. I nope. haven't gone to anything, literally anything downtown Indianapolis for decades after, after it gets dark. Yeah. It's just, just don't because you, you don't know. Don't, nope. You know, there's certain parts of town, you know, where there's there's more gun violence on the east side of town than there is any place else in the in Indianapolis area, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I hardly ever go east when it when it starts getting dark. Shit, bring my yeah. ass back home. That's right. Going down, yeah. uh, we have friends that have an RV park, and and there's a black owned RV campground down in Brown County. It's like 80 some acres or something like that, that these people bought in the 40s. Some white lady went and bought this property for these people. They paid her to go do it. And he bought this property and going down to Brown County, man, we'll go down there in the daytime. Mm -hmm. But when that starts getting over those trees, Lynn and I'm like, see ya, (laughs) you know, because you know, we don't know what the hell we're going to come up out of there with and what we're right. going to see. On the way right. down there, we're going to see Confederate flags and Trump flags and all that shit on the way down. When it gets at mm-hmm. night, oh, no, I'm getting the hell up out of there. I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm my ass back at 85, 42 gallon Fox drop mm-hmm. down before the sun yeah. hits my ass. That's right. That's, yeah. that's, that's where we find ourselves these days. <laughs> I mean, we are we are we're turning into recluses and it take it takes years off your life because you're paranoid. Yeah. You know, let me let me get in the grocery store early, get my stuff and get back home. I mean, because it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere, man. Right. You know, everywhere. So we've had. Oh, go ahead. And and once again, the are going back to the Supreme Court. They're not doing anything to help. Nope. You know, Second Amendment, you know, Second Amendment, Second Amendment. And and the first thing the Second Amendment says is a well-regulated militia. Regulated means controlled. Regulated means you can have limits. Regulation means you don't have to sell assault rifles. Right, 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 right. Yeah, as we said the other day, my wife and I were talking, it's like the Constitution needs to be reviewed and it needs to be updated. Yeah. You know, to put language in there that is applicable to what's happening right now, right. because in some aspects, the Constitution is outdated. You know, uh, it needs to be updated. Somebody needs to review it and say, hey, we make these recommendations and maybe add some amendments, revise some of the amendments. But as it's written right now, it's it, it's not. I just think it's it needs some review. Yeah, I mean, it's when when they wrote it. They didn't want it to change. Right. I mean, think about who wrote it. Right. They didn't want it to change. There's 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 a couple of ways you can change the Constitution. You can have a constitutional convention. Mm-hmm. Okay, where the state legislatures or the governors of state legislatures say we think we need to change this law, just like in 1970s, when all these people were going to Vietnam, 
and they were dying out there in the rice fields, but they couldn't vote for the president because they weren't right. 21. Right. Okay. You can do it that way, or you can have um, uh, two thirds of the Congress say that we need to change the legislature, write it up, send it to the states, and then I think it's three three fifths of the yeah. states or three quarters of yeah, the states. Three fourths or something like that. Three fourths yeah, need three to fourths. approve. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be done. It's just that no one has the guts to do it. Mm-mm. Because know? they don't want to piss anybody off that they yeah. might need to keep them in power. Right, exactly. <laughs> all about, it's all it's, about power. Yeah. It's amazing. Us, us common little old folks can figure this shit out, man, that we see what's going on. But nobody in power seems to figure it out. They, they, they ought to elect some of us common people. Let us go up there for a week or a month or whatnot and let us speak our minds freely and tell these people, what the hell are y'all doing? You know, you're, you're not doing anything to make life better for people in this country. Nothing no. except petty shit that you argue about every day, impeaching somebody for what or dad, let's have a hearing about foolishness. And I mean, it, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Yep. Well, we've got a court court system that is jacked up right now. Mm -hmm. um, Whether we put pressure on our courts and or put pressure on our legislators, the people that we elect, but once again, because of gerrymandering, we can we can rarely lead uh, change legislatures because it's, mm-hmm. the fix is already in. Yep. And yep. the Democrat, the Democratic Party, has done nothing to uh, help the situation. You know, they they've really worried about things at the national level, and have neglected the state and local level. Yep. They're just now getting they're just now getting into the game. They got 40 years to catch up. You know, they got 40 years to catch up. And as I said before, I think it's I think it's a conspiracy that, you know, the more guns they're out there, the more black voters are dying. Yep. You know, I really believe that, you know, open up, put more guns out there. That's fewer black folks. They're going to be voting. If they're all dead. So it is literally um, killing the right to vote. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you and if you do shoot somebody, you know, if you do shoot somebody and you go to prison, you come back out and your your rights are gone. Absolutely. We don't hear we don't hear that that often. You know, and I think some of some states are starting to say. You know, Jimmy Joe Bob's been in prison for 45 years, He's been a model citizen. He gets out and he can't vote anymore. He did what he's supposed to do when he's in prison. He never had any violations or anything like that. Why can't Jimmy Joe Bob vote? So they're trying to they're trying to review all those things. Unless someone like that stupid governor in Florida wants to make a point and tell people that, well, you can vote now. When you just got out of prison and they knew that they couldn't vote and then got to make an excuse on why to look what we did. We arrested all these people that voted illegally. But you Mm -hmm. told me we could vote. Yep. (laughs) You told me I could vote. I went to I went to the place. They said, yes, you can vote. I voted. Now you're arresting me. Because it's a political point. All right. I'm done. I'm done, man. I'm (laughs) just like you said, it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, things aren't going to change anytime soon. Hopefully, it'll change in our kids' lifetime. But I'm not, yeah. I'm not betting on that. And I just bought myself a lottery ticket to win six hundred fifteen million dollars. <laughs> hey, good yeah. luck. I think my wife bought one. So yeah, that that's it, man. Buy, buy, get get enough cash where you can finance somewhere to go where you ain't got to be dealing with foolishness all the time. That's my, I think most people are tired of this, man. They just want, you know what they want to, they want to get up, go to work, come home, you know, watch a movie, have a pizza, drink a beer, chill, and not have to deal with a bunch of foolishness every day of the week. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, say right. love. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, my friend. It's getting kind of warm in my my uh, yeah, in your my studio, closed <laughs> studio. <laughs> Uh, so I think we 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 beat the brow of the court. Uh, I think we brought up some topics that could be further discussed and will be further discussed. Yep. But like we like we say all the time, we're going to say it the way we see it. And, um, to be continued. To be continued. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All Star Game is coming up here. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, home run derby is Monday night, tomorrow night. Monday night uh, in Seattle. I think Seattle's got the All Star game this year. Okay. So the All Star uh, home run derby's tomorrow, and I think the game is when uh, the twelfth. Is the game on the twelfth? Is that that's Wednesday night? I think it's Wednesday. Yeah, the game is. Yeah, I think the game is Wednesday. So. Okay. Yeah, a lot lot of action going on. A WNBA All Star game is coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, we got NBA Summer League going on in Las Vegas right now. So all the hype surrounding the uh, the young Frenchman that's entered the NBA. <laughs> uh, his first game, you know, he didn't do that well, but uh, he's on again tonight. So they're playing. Uh, they're playing tonight. So, but he's 19. You know, he's he's going to have to you know figure it out. Uh, the NBA is a bit different than than playing overseas. It always has been. So, yeah. But yeah, so a lot of sports activity going on, you know. Speaking so. of sports, I, yes. a sidebar here, real quick. Did you see the thing about Jeannie Buss naming the top five Lakers and left Shaq off? I I saw a snippet of that, and I'm like, hmm, I know that didn't go over well with Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq had Shaq had a one word response on Twitter or something, and, and it, it was, was like it was Magic, Kareem, Kobe. Um, Phil Jackson. What? And I can't think of the fifth person. Magic Kareem. Uh, Phil Jackson. Um, Kobe. And there was one other person, and Shaq was left off. And Shaq said one one word as a response. Why? 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 Why shouldn't he be the top five people that uh, that um, are, are best known as Lakers, uh, Lakers that contribute to the Lakers dynasty or something like that? Uh, mm. I can't think of it. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up. Uh, so she picked Kobe Bryant, Kareem, LeBron. LeBron, Magic Johnson and yep. Phil Jackson as the five most important Lakers of all time. Yeah, yes. I'm like Shaq. <laughs> okay, I would agree with Kareem. Yep, I agree with Magic. Yep, and I'm I'm gonna I'm say yeah I'm gonna give Kobe a nod. Yep, I would give I would put Shaq on the list, but you leave out Jerry West. <laughs> I mean, you leave out Jerry West, who was the damn logo of the NBA. You leave off Elgin Baylor. Yep. Because Elgin Baylor, I mean, see, I mean, what, what, the most important Lakers of all time. Right. Come on. And Phil Jackson wasn't an original. No, Phil Jackson was a New York Nick. <laughs> New York Nick. LeBron James? No, he's not a Laker, man. Not a Laker. I'm sorry, he is not a Laker. Nope. Uh, but to leave Shaq off, I well, would Shaq, say yes. Shaq isn't a Laker either, but if you're going to put LeBron on there, you better put Shaq. That's on right. There. If you're, if you're going to include LeBron, you better include Shaq. There was and no Kobe without Shaq. There was no Kobe without Shaq. Absolutely. <laughs> but but you, you, you have to, I mean, Jerry West should be on that list. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Jerry West should be on that list. But again, it's, you know. It's subjective. It is. It is. It's very subjective, you know. Jeannie, so Jeannie, Jeannie Buss just busted her own self right there. That's right. You don't know the history of your own franchise <laughs> that your that your dad is probably rolling over in his grave. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, oh gosh, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I thought I thought I'd share that and see what your thoughts were on it as as our part as our parting shots go. Yeah, our parting <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. All right, my friend. For, for all those people out there listening to, I hope you got something out of this this <laughs> uh, podcast this evening. Uh, we we talk about it. We see it the way we 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 see it the way we see it. And um, if you have any questions, I know rarely have we gotten anything from the folk, the listening audience. But if there's something out there, let us know. We'll we'll be sure to discuss it. Uh, we're busy people, even though that we're retired, we're busy. <laughs> but uh, we're not busy enough not to uh, answer any letters or have any questions for you. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Absolutely. And as we finish with the All-Star baseball game, like three strikes, we're out. We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.